and welcome to Jews and Reviews. I am Ben. As always, I'm Paul. Paul, what's happening, buddy? I'm so excited for what's gonna be what we're gonna be showing everyone today. Well, so yeah, this is, this is we're doing something special today, mm. something a little different. Mm. We had Albert Pinecone go through. Um, yeah, well, we were moving studios into our brand right. new location. Right. So Albert mm. was uh, going through some stuff, and off of in, in our storage closet on the top shelf, of our, amongst all this dust, it just fell on his head. This cassette tape. Me right on the head. Yeah, and Boom. it was a cassette tape, right, Albert? It was a cassette tape, you know, from a thing from another time. You show it to kids these days. I don't know what they're looking at. And. We were like, what is this? And we popped it. I didn't it. even remember yeah. what it was. And it was us. <laughs> I think it was our first time, you know, conceptualizing Jews and Reviews podcast. Yeah, it pr- probably was. Yeah. It, it's, it was us, I guess, we're sort of trying to do what we do now, reviewing mm-hmm. the classic movie, Space Jam. Oh, Space Jam. Oh, my God. And, and, and I think that it'd be really special for our loyal listeners to get a little taste of this. So... We're putting aside the summer blocks of 2016. Because we're done with Spring Fling Flicks. And we're taking you back 20 years to a time forgotten Space Jam. Enjoy, guys. Press record. Oh yeah, all right, all right. I think it works. Hello, what's up? Uh, it's Ben. Hi, this is Paul. Um, and where? Wait, you want to go? I go. Nah, I like. You can just do it, bro. Okay. Um, so just talking to the talk boy. Yeah, I guess I don't know. It's my first okay, time. Okay. Okay. Um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Jews and Reviews. Where we talk about movies. Uh, yeah, like we'll talk about movies and, you know, whatever stuff. What do we do now? We're I don't know. You, you, I'm the co-host. You're oh, the host. Here you have a script. All right, so we, we, we saw Space Jam. Um, it, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was pretty fat. It was pretty dope. Yeah, I, I thought it was like all that. And a bag of chips. And a bag of chips, yeah, yeah. No doubt, bro. Well... For our listeners at home that can't see, we're wearing our Jamiroquai hats uh, because we want everyone to know that we're the bomb. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we just finished watching uh, Dan Cortez uh, uh, jump out of a plane on uh, MTV Spring Break, mm-hmm. and now we're hanging out in Paul's bedroom um, talking about Space Jam. Mm-hmm. But we want to do a new segment. First time segment. Well, that's why it's new. Yeah, come on, like, you know, you know mm-hmm. what we do. Where we talk about, where we do what we do best, I would assume, is to talk about a preview. All right. Uh, so thank you, Paul. Um, this has been uh, the preview. <laughs> the preview that we're going to talk about is uh, Jingle All the Way. It's like a Christmas movie or some shit, I think, right? Like, Don't curse. My mom is in the other room. No. It's, it's you know, it's going to be a Christmas movie and stuff. Yeah, so um, I think it takes place where there's a mailman whose name who's played by Sinbad, who's trying to get the same toy Turbo Man, and there's Otto Schwarzenegger who probably plays I don't know like a kindergarten cop or something. I mean, as we know, Otto Schwarzenegger is fucking hilarious, bro. So it's gonna be pretty exciting. It's gonna be good. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't like know. Maybe Independence Day kid. Yeah, like I don't know what else I can compare it to. I mean, Twins was pretty good. He was fucking hilarious in that, mm-hmm. bro. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like Third Rock in the Sun level game. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty excited. He, you know, he's not a scrub or nothing, so. Mm-hmm. You know, if he's got to if he's got to take down this herb to get the turbo man, yeah, it's gonna yeah, be cool. Mad herb, mad, yeah. mad herbs. Yeah. Uh, so. I, so we'll see that. Yeah. My mom will drop us off. Yeah. Hey, did uh, is uh, did Ruben gonna get snacks for us or? Hey there, hey there, Uncle Ben, Uncle Ben, Uncle Ben. What the fuck do you want, oh. Ruben? Get the fuck out of here! I'm hanging out with Paul. Language. Aren't you like a fetus or something? No, not a fetus. I'm a big, big boy. You're a big boy, Ruben. You're a big boy, Ruben. How are you doing? Thank you, boy. Thank you for asking, boy. You're so good. Hey, did you bring the uh, Dunkaroos for us? I brought Dunkaroo. I brought, uh, I brought cupcake. Look like baseball. (laughs) My sister's such a slut for having you. Did you buy? Did you buy quarter drinks? (laughs) I brought quarter drinks. And, and and free stick, the other colorful, icy. Gotta go. <laughs> Thanks. Don't fuck come back in here, Ruben. Oh, it's it's always good to hang out with with all your friends. Oh, um, no, I hate that kid. He's he's ugly. I hope this I hope this audio is recording. Can can you check out if this is recording? Yeah, I've been checking it out. What's up with that orange hair, bro? It's blonde. What's your favorite band? It's blonde. I did it for a girl, all right? I was supposed to, she liked, she liked a girl with blonde, with bleach blonde hair, and so I tried to do it and went orange because my hair's dark. All right, I got you. I-75, man. This, uh, does this have to be on the recording tape? Yo, can't stop being a herb, bro. I'll try, I'll try not to. I don't understand why. I just, I, 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 don't, I don't know, and Ben. Why has your voice dropped so quickly from when I saw you, like, two weeks ago? Things drop like my balls. <laughs> That's cool. Bro. <laughs> anyway, what was the question you were asking me? Uh, is, is the recording working? Do we have, like, music queued up? Or, like, do you have the boombox ready? Yeah, I've got the Space Jam song queued up. I'm oh, gonna, okay. I'm going to play it from another talk boy into this talk boy. Okay, great. Uh, so... Right, we're going to talk about the main event, why we're here to talk about the Michael Jordan classic Space Jam. <laughs> Wait, the talk was... You, t- you got to take out that Linkin Park CD before you play it. Lincoln Park? Yeah. What's that? Yeah, is that isn't that a park in New York? Do you mean that? You mean that band that just recorded that uh, small demo in, in Chicago? Yeah. I'm so tuned into the music business. Maybe you'll work in it one day, Ben. No, I doubt he'll nah, ever work in the music I business. Be a, I want to be an actor. There's no, shit. there's no future in that. I want to be an actor. We should start shit. a band. Yeah, to get girls. Okay, so we're gonna talk about this movie, Space Jam. Space Jam is at its heart the tale of how Michael Jordan went from baseball back to basketball. You can say it's like a tale of two cities. 
What are the two cities? The Looney Tunes world and the real world. <laughs> oh. Not so. talking about the real world at MTV. I can't believe uh, season 10 already. Yeah. I bet you they'll probably stop after 11. <laughs> There's no way that the real world will continue to go forward. Uh, so the movie stars Michael Jordan as himself, and he's playing basketball and chi- baseball in Chicago, and the owner of wants to keep him playing baseball, so they assign Wayne Knight, as you may know from Seinfeld, and as his personal care guardian. And one day while playing golf with Bill Murray and Larry Bird, Michael Jordan gets sucked down a golf hole. While in an alternate universe, there's these bad bugs that are animated and they want to make the Looney Tunes do stand-up forever, seriously. Um, but they get a game of their choosing, and if Looney Tunes wins, they won't have to do stand-up. Oh, who's your favorite stand-up at the moment? Oh, that's so easy. George Carlin. Pretty good. Pretty good stand-up. Mine's David Brenner. Have you guys ever seen Dave Coulier stand-up? Nope. (laughs) Joey? Ben, are you still a big Bill Maher fan? Yeah, I'm really into politics. Uh, I like Drew Carey a lot. I feel like he hasn't gotten political yet. Is he leaning towards that? I <laughs> hope not. I think that, might that be would make him unlikable. I'm more. I'm more watching TV on Friday night. You know, dinosaurs, not not the mama. <laughs> Could you do an impression for us? Um, yeah, I feel like I'd be really good at impressions. Mm-hmm. I'm the baby guy. Love me, <laughs> not the mama. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll get a theme song one day. So, uh, to back to the movie, the Looney Tunes choose basketball as their game because I feel like the little uh, monsters are too small. But then the monsters take over the bodies of basketball legends, Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing, Muggsy Bogues, Larry Johnson, and Sean Bradley. And just as I predicted, Sean Bradley will probably be a Hall of Famer one day. Anything less would be uncivilized. Mm-hmm. So... They turn into the Monstars, which is a team of villains to play the Looney Tunes, now armed with Michael Jordan. And then they play the game. But uh, Hold on, my mom's paging me. Uh, do you need to use my rotary phone? Yeah. <laughs> Keep going, Paul. <laughs> As we're in... Um, but what I wanted to do <laughs> is bring on a guest to help us learn more about the movie. Can you pass me a crystal Pepsi over there? Yeah, here you go. Thanks. So, our guest today is Bonnie Lebel. It's Lebel. Bonnie Lebel. Hey, Bonnie. I'm, I'm Ben. How you doing? Well, hello. I'm, I'm just I'm very excited that you wanted to have me here. Mm-hmm. And our, on, nice. our, on our cassette cast. Yeah, thanks. Um, you know, we're all sitting in. Thanks for coming to Paul's bedroom. We're all sitting in a circle, in Indian style, mm-hmm. around this talk boy. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't sat in this position, and I don't even know how many years. It's been a long time. I know. I'm hoping that we can always call it Indian style, and no one will change it because it's it's they're too progressive. Mm-hmm. That would never happen. Like, what would they even change it to? Crisscross applesauce? It doesn't even make sense. This could be Indian style forever. I think it sounds pretty cool. Thanks. Kent? Yeah. Okay. It's Kent. <laughs> I've been sitting here this whole time, guys. In- Indian style. Whatever. Mm-hmm. 
who, who is this? Oh, I, well, you know, I'm a little surprised you don't know, but a lot of people don't, you know. I, I was actually the original director of Space Jam. Oh, word. I was the original director. <laughs> I'm not listed in the credits. Uh, oh, no doubt. So you can really help us talk about the movie. Oh, I know everything about the movie. The good, the bad, and, you know, the, the ugly. Oh, all right. Let's start with the good. Well, you know, I've, I've, I've trained the tunes um, for years, you know, directed them in almost everything, you know. I, I, I started with the tunes back when they were, you know, little. I, I directed them in almost all of their shows and films. Toon Babies? And the Toon Babies. I directed all of them. Who's the hardest to direct? Oh, I, easy. I, it's always Daffy. Because um, he spits a lot, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, well, and he's just sort of, he's a high maintenance, you know, he's one of the highest, you know, uh, he's got a lot of high demands, and, you know, if he doesn't get what he wants, he goes and he, you know, stomps off, it's just, it's just a really difficult duck. So, like, how'd you get wrapped into this project? Uh, with Space Jam? Yep. Oh, well, because everyone in show business knows Bonnie LaBeau, everyone, everyone knows about me, you know, but, I, I know you guys, children so you might not be as um as in tuned in tuned to the the news of hollywood but uh, you know most people in the business know me and when it comes to anything looney tune related um i am the go-to woman i people ask they, they ask for me all around the world if they have a tune they need to be directed so, so like so they were going to make this movie of Tune basketballs, and they asked you? Of course, they asked me first. So, like, um, so, like, uh, so, like, what's it like being a director? Well, you know, a director like me, I, I'm very well trained, you know, and I, I directed everyone. I directed, uh, you know, uh, Kevin Klein. Oh. You know. Oh, that guy from A Fish Called Wanda? Uh, yes. My mom loves that movie. One and the same, yes. yes. And In-N-Out? That movie looks really good when it comes out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can't wait to see In-N-Out. I'm director Kevin Klein. I've directed Al Pacino. Uh, oh, um, what do we know him from, Paul? Scarface. It's oh, from that's Scarface. Because we appropriately watched that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, I, just, I was the acting coaches on those films. I didn't direct them, but... Oh, um, that sounds like the bomb. It was totally the bomb, <laughs> as you could say. Yeah, it was the bomb. But, you know, but as far as for me, I'm a very well-trained director, and so I, um, I specialize in uh, the unhuman, you know, in, uh, in the tunes. In the tunes. Cartoons? Yeah, well, in the business, we just call them the tunes. You know, we, don't, we don't have to say loony. We, so, <laughs> we all know they're loony. So, like, how is it like crossing over into um, people's? into people's, uh, well, you know, it's not 100% foreign to me. Uh, you know, this film is, is unique, you know, it's a special film because, you know, it, it merges the two, you know, it merges the, um, uh, the teens with the peoples, and, and that was special. Uh, it, uh, it was a little bit of a challenge primarily because of um, Mr. Jordan. I don't like him. He is the reason I was why? What happened? Is this the bad? Because that was the good. Uh, this is the bad. Uh, the bad and the ugly. Uh, well, so uh, you may recall in the final, final moments of the pivotal uh, game between the tunes and the monsters, 
uh, Michael Jordan attempts a classic tune arm stretch to get the final three-point goal. Yep. Now, this is very challenging for, for tunes when they're acting. Even the most skilled tune, even Bugs, uh, struggles with the classic arm stretch. Oh, you, could, oh my, you, have, you guys are on a first-name basis? Of course. Huh. Uh. <laughs> Bobby LeBeau. Uh, of course, I know I'm on a first-name basis. Uh, so, the classic arm stretch is challenging even for the most skilled tunes. For a human, it's, um, it's virtually impossible. So I, I was... And he's got long arms in general, I think, right? Mm-hmm. He does. He's very tall. He's very yes, tall. they are. Yeah, no doubt. Also very full of pride. And pride comes before the fall. What's that mean, lady? It means this. It means this. So I was simply trying to direct him in ways to safely stretch his arm to, to do the three-point goal. To safely extend it in the way that I've trained all the tunes to extend their limbs when they're falling off cliffs or exploding from acne bombs. Uh, but he insisted because, you know, he's a big basketball star in real life, because he's done all these other sports. He's like, I know how to use my body. I know how to stretch. I know how to shoot hoops, lady. I don't need your help. So he insisted on doing it himself. And let me tell you, um, they don't tell you this on Wikipedia. or well, What's Wikipedia? Oh, I made it up. They don't tell you this on, uh, you know... Ask Jeeves. On, uh, they don't tell you this on, you know, um, on the newspaper. But basically, basically he dislocated his arm. Mm-hmm. Oh. He, he dislocated his arm. He dislocated his elbow. He dislocated his fingers. That sounds painful. Damn, son. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then I was fired. So, like, what do you, what'd you, what do you do? Bro? What do I do after I was fired? Well, you know, it's been a day-to-day struggle. Uh, thankfully, my, my reputation of being a tune director um, has helped me in other ways. Uh, but I, you, like, you're just chilling mm-hmm. at your crib, right? I pretty much just chill at my crib. And, um, you're right. I, I do. I do a lot of chilling. I have uh, two poodles. Oh, yeah. Let's, what are let's get names? personal. Yeah. What are their names? It's, it's a new segment, yeah. Paul. Write that well, down. Let's get personal. Let's get okay. personal. Let's get personal. I have two standard poodles. They're my, uh, my pride and joy. One is named Larrabee, and the other one is named Linus. Linus and Larrabee, my standard poodles. That's L- cool. Now. All right, let's get personal. Let's get personal. Let's get, get personal. personal. Let's get personal. Jinx, double jinx. What? What are you doing? <laughs> it's What's Jinx, that? man. He's gonna have to owe me a coke or whatever we did. Why did you say it like that, though? Yeah. It's weird. Oh well, maybe we should make that a thing in the future. Paul, look at this. Oh, oh bro. yeah, I just got oh, you, bro. You just looked oh. at you just looked at the circle hand. I put oh. you. Ow. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> um, uh, where do you live and stuff? Oh, me. Well, my, my primary home is in Beverly Hills. Um, Beverly Hills. No doubt. I've never I been I live there. in Great Kills. I've never been. You're in Great Kills right now. I've never been there. So I've never been to California. Oh, it's a, it's a lovely place. Sunny. It's I've only been to New Jersey and Brooklyn. Well, they're, they're lovely, too. Oh, dude, who's oh, at your door, mom. man? Uh, let me get it. Hello? Hello? Are you Paul? Yeah. Paul. My name, my name is Albert Pinecone. Very nice to meet you. I'm the, I'm the guy that's the fellow that's been taking out your mom. Oh, 
Oh, hi, Alvin. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you guys. I just figured I'd bring you guys up some snacks, some Snicker bars, you know, get to keep you guys going. What, what, what are you guys doing here? Who? This is our. This is our. Um, this is our radio show. Yeah, we're making a radio show. It's going to be on Z100. Yes, you know? we were talking about Elvis Space and Jam. Elliot. You know, sure. Well, talking yeah. about Space Jam. Okay. Oh, that mo- that new movie. Yeah. 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 Paul's mom dropped us off yesterday at the, at the, at the atrium. atrium. She's yeah. at she's at the nail salon right now. Paul, mm-hmm. can I ask you something? Yeah. Who is this grown woman that's sitting in your bedroom? She's your original style? original director. I bought it the ball. How do I oh, know? Oh, I have seen you on uh, Entertainment Tonight. Uh, it's such a pleasure to meet you. Uh, you do. What are you What are you doing in my girlfriend's house? Oh well, I just got a I got a letter by the post saying that. You, Children wanted to interview me, and far be it from me to pass up an opportunity to talk about myself. I see, I see. So you guys wrote her a letter to come and be on your, your radio show? Yep, we, uh, during, fine, during yeah. computer class, uh, I, t- I, I, t- I typed yeah. it up, and I printed it out there, <laughs> and then I asked the English teacher how uh, the proper way of to mail something is. And Can she he walk us it. through? Uh, yeah. So, like in the top left-hand corner, um, like you're gonna put your name and address. Ah. Very good, Ben. Very and good. <laughs> in the middle of the envelope, you want to put the address of where you're going, That's and then you gotta buy like a ten cent stamp. stamp. That's yeah. right. Like, it, and where does that go? Uh, like, like for the most part in the in the top right, oh, but you don't you can't have, get anything by this guy. Hey, high five, Ben. All right. Thanks, uh, Mister. I, I, that's so cool. All right, Thanks, guys. Mr. Pinecone. I don't want to. I don't want to bother you too much. Maybe I'll check in a little bit later. But, uh, guys, I'm I'm, I'm going to leave this door creaked open. I'm not comfortable with it being closed all the way. There being a grown woman in here and all. So uh, I'll, I'll speak with you guys later. All right. Thanks, all right, man. Thanks. Bye. Dude, that guy seems pretty cool. No way, man. I don't like him. All right. He has very nice hair. <laughs> <laughs> well. So Bonnie, going back to Space Jam. Were you involved in the casting of the tunes of the like the top like the starting five team and shit? Oh, of course. My hand, my my thumbs are in every pie. Would it, or at least they were. They're in every pie of the tunes. The tunes are work in showbiz mode. What was it like to work with Wayne Knight? Well, you know, he he's sort of a character, isn't he? He's sort of a tune in real life, isn't he? Isn't he? He's, he isn't he? He's like sort of a tune. So I, it wasn't really that different than working with the tunes, you know? I mean, he's sort of like a putty man. He's sort of like a big bowl of putty. So, I, you know, I enjoy Wayne Knight, you know? I mean, it's always a fan watching the, the Seinfeld, you know? I know. Yeah, that, yeah, that's fat. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, conceptually, when you were looking at this film as a director standpoint, who came up with the idea of the portal being uh, a g- the, the 18th hole on a golf course? I feel like that's pretty far-fetched, even as a young, impressionable youth. Uh, look, 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 look. I got to tell you something. I got to tell you something. I don't know if you fully realize the greatness of Bonnie LaBall, me. I've conceptualized everything in the film. Every single thing. The, 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 the poor hole, that was all from my, my mind, my mind hole genius. That's where it came. All the ideas come to me, you know, but it just it didn't work out after I was fired. You know, I didn't even get any credit for it. I'm really quite upset about it. Well, we're big fans. 
Oh, thank you. So you, say, you can get so, jiggy with it here anytime. So you, so you would say that you hate Michael Jordan, the greatest basketball player of all time? Well, I hate is a strong word, but I, I would be lying if I said I didn't strongly, strongly resent him. And maybe from time to time I daydream about uh, taking all of his socks and cutting holes in the big toe region. Because I'm rocking Jordans right now. My oh, mom man. got me I'm a, a, I'm a Knicks fan. For Hanukkah. I'm a Knicks fan. So I don't like Jordans. What are you wearing? Starks. John oh. Starks. No doubt. No doubt. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Um, goodbye? Uh, you just said goodbye to me. Oh, I said good boy. Good boy. <laughs> goodbye. Oh, is it time for me to leave? No. Oh, hello. Just here to pick up my girlfriend, <laughs> Bonnie LeBeau. It's me, Stanley of Marvel Comics fame. Oh, what the fuck? wait, what's Marvel Comics? Yeah. Oh, wait, they have that spider, spider dude, you know? Nah. Oh, like, I don't know. like the X-Men cartoon? Yeah, X-Men cartoon. Sure, X-Men, that's Marvel Comics fame. I'm the inventor of that. My you name's Stanley. I'm you're... dating this young gal wait, right so, here. Wait, so you directed X-Men cartoon? Did I direct X-Men cartoon? What are you, from some kind of immigrant country that you're going to speak like that to me? You're still from America. Did I direct an X-Men cartoon? No, I'm Stan Lee, the creator of Marvel Comics. You'll be cool. Yo, bro, you're coming at me kind of. Oh, now, Stan Lee, be gentle. These are two little boys. You have to, you have to remember the little children. Well, like... listen here. I've been waiting outside in the LeBaron for you. These guys said it was over. I figured me, I'd come up here. Me being Stan Lee of Marvel Comics frame, come pick you up. We'll go get a nice hamburger medium rare size. Oh, you know how much I love medium rare. That's right. We're going to get a big brontosaurus thing and put it on the side of our car. Maybe it'll tip over. I'm just kidding you. That's from a cartoon called the Flintstones. <laughs> so, so Stan, Stan Lee. Did you make movies? Yes, yeah, since you directed X-Men cartoon, why don't you, why don't you join our conversation? Want, take his Indian-style seat here. All right, I guess I'll sit down Indian style, being that I'm still a relatively young man. I can move. I won't be as old as I will be in 20 years, that's for sure. I feel like, like, I know I just met you, and, um, oh, man. My, this is crazy? I think my mom's picking me up soon. She just paged me again. But, um, let's go around it's the room. pager. <laughs> Thanks. Motorola. Motorola. Yep. <laughs> Why don't we go around the room and say our, uh, our new catchphrases for the show? New catchphrase for the show. Well, I got one catchphrase, and that is Excelsior. Oh, that shit's tight. I mean, dope. Got a, you got a dirty mouth on you, kid. <laughs> I'm 11. I like to yeah. fucking curse. Me? Yeah, Paul, what's your catchphrase? So you know how there's the show All That? Yeah, that is, and it's I, All That. It's, I think it's like a kid's SNL. I'm pretty, much, I'm pretty sure Kel's going to be a superstar. But I'm Paul That. Because it's like all that, but with my name. So like, what's your, that's your catchphrase? Yeah, be like, hey, it's Paul that. Uh, I don't. Uh, Bonnie, do you have a catchphrase? Do I have a catchphrase? Oh, she has one. It's a great one. I, I practically invented the catchphrase. Uh, uh, my catchphrase is, it's just, stretch it out, girls. <laughs> she says that to me all the time. It doesn't matter what your gender is. It's always stretch it out, girls. When you're feeling a little tense and you just need to loosen up, you just stretch it out, girls. She knows I feel tense all the time from drawing comics. All the time. It's a stressful job. Oh, it's so stressful. Guys, we just moved in together into an apartment. 
It looks crazy. In Beverly Hills. That's right. The poodles love him. They adore it. It's oh. crazy. Everything's made out of elephant ivory and and silk. Oh, cool. I'll give you props for that. Only the nicest <laughs> silk. That's right. And only the nicest elephant ivory. Mm-hmm. They'll be around that forever. Like the, that sounds like the shiznit. Sure. It sure does. Yeah, it's off the chains. <laughs> Snap. You kids, what a vocabulary you have. I don't think you understand what kind of what kind of classic star you guys have on your floor here. Your very nice carpeted floor. I see you still got the one with the roads on it from when you were a kid. You didn't want to throw it out yet. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, She's done a lot for Hollywood is I what know I'm trying Paul to say. I know Paul wouldn't even let us sit in his race car bed. Well, I told you not to say that on the recording. I get that. You're a pretty big kid. Wouldn't want to break that car. I, I'm, I'm sure I'll grow into myself. Okay. I'm only 11 or 12. Anyway, you're neglecting a movie star, a Hollywood star you have here. Bonnie, you, you were in movies too? Well, you know, I wanted so desperately to be in them that I was in a few, you know. Which ones? Did we see them and shit? Oh, um, I don't know. They, a lot of them went, unfortunately, just because of the, the marketing. Because of the marketing, they went straight to VHS. What's that? What's that mean? Marketing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm 11. Oh, That's something oh, we should Paul. learn. I forget sometimes. I, I speak with such a mature tongue, I forget the age of my audience. Um, well, basically, basically, in marketing is just how the movie is promoted. You know what I mean? It's how you, how you sell your movie. So oh, snap. I get it. Mm-hmm. So basically, uh, some of the films I were in, they weren't... Like the posters. Yeah, you see that poster on oh. Paul's wall for Cool Runnings? It's just like that. Mm-hmm. I was actually in a film, went straight to VHS, called School Running. Oh, this was a good one. And it was, I played the principal. I played the principal of a school, and I, it was called School Runnings, and I ran it. And that's, um... Oh. Would you like to hear my... You should my rent that, dude, the blockbusters down the block. It's there, School Runnings. And I, would you like to hear my favorite line in it? Yeah. Stop it, children. Stop it, stop it now. Don't make me bring out my ruler. Oh, cool. That was <laughs> it gets me every time. I saw that movie and I was like, who's that girl? I gotta have her with me on my arm. That's you know what that makes bad. me want to do? Zoom, Stre- zoom Stretch in your it room, out, room. girls. That's exactly. Yes. It's catching on. It's catching on. Bonnie, stop do you, it, stop this movie Space Jam had a lot of like cool music <sighs> in it and shit. Did you know Bonnie what? wrote the original theme song for Space Jam? I did. It was originally me, but I Yo, can't. Stanley, I knew that, bro, and that's why I was. it's called a segue. Yeah, man, we asked Jeeves before. Didn't seem like it was a good segue to me, and I know segways, because I'm Stanley, the inventor of the segway. What's a segue? <laughs> it's a thing that you're going to stand on, and you lean back and forth, and it moves you around. Mall cops are going to use it all the time. <laughs> cool. I hope one day I work in the mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your, what's your favorite place in the mall? Right now, the, I like the Cherry Teriyaki Chicken. Oh, man, yeah, yeah. I like Sam Goody, you know. That's going right. to be around forever. I was like the Lynn's Crafters. <laughs> uh, so, I like Things Remembered, where you get engravings done. So, so now that we went around the room and said our favorite thing in the mall, Bonnie, what was your favorite song on the Space Jam soundtrack? Oh, well, of course. I mean, I, I feel like it's fairly obvious that it's everyone's favorite right now. You know, it's I Believe I Can Fly. Yeah, oh, R. Kelly, man. Yeah. That guy's going to be huge. Yeah, he's going to be the but biggest star of all time. He's like the next Michael Jackson, I think. And Michael Jordan combined. Yeah. This is why, I've got to be honest, Julian, it, this is, it's a little painful for me, you know, even to talk about this, because not only was I fired as director, but 
all of my genius is being credited by other artists. That's why we wanted you on the podcast so you could, I mean, the Set the record straight. What's <laughs> so the podcast? Yeah. Uh, I said the podcast because like, oh, I yeah, got yeah. my pogs here. <laughs> should play pogs. Makes sense to me. <laughs> Stan- Stanley, I want you to have my X-Men slammer. Oh, I don't need it. I've got a bunch. I'm Stanley. Why would I need your crap? Okay, that, this dude's mean, bro. Stanley, yeah, Marvel. I'm Ma- sorry. Marvel will never take off. I don't think. Yeah, this guy. Is a, this guy doesn't know nothing. That, I like mm. Superman, anyways. Anyway, Bobby Shung, the original version of oh, "I Believe I Can Fly." Did you boys know that? I bet you didn't. No. Cool. All I know is that uh, I saw R. Kelly on Rock and Jock basketball last week, and he scored um, a, a, five, a fifty-pointer. A fifty-pointer. Uh, the basket yeah. above the actual basket. We all know what a fifty-pointer is. We're all big fans of Rock and Jock basketball. Yeah, I hope I hope that'll go on forever. <laughs> if you'd like, if you'd like, I could sing you the way I intended. I believe I can fly. Oh, oh no doubt, great. no doubt. Is that an exclusive? It's an exclusive. He added some lyrics at the beginning, but I intended the opening to be a be a hum. Would you like me to sing it for you? Let yeah. me see if I can find uh, perhaps. Paul has a, okay, has a your voice just version. got lower too. Did I don't you, think did, so. Did you just go <laughs> through? I think Paul might have a karaoke version of this on his karaoke machine. Oh, how I love karaoke! How I yeah. love it. Mr. Pinecone bought it for me. He said if he buys me the karaoke machine. Oh, I think machine. I got it, Paul. Oh. Huzzah! Is that your catchphrase, Kent? Yep. That'll that go on forever. great. <laughs> now, now, buckle up, kids. It's about to get really real. Your voice like that, lady. Oh, it's a vocoder. Oh, yeah, vocoder. Mm-hmm. Anyway, here's the chorus. I might be off on the karaoke track, but it's. <laughs> I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. Oh, snap, yo, this is good. Hey, can I give you a spoiler alert? A what? A, a spoiler alert. What's that? Like, you're going to spoil the movie for me? Well, so I already picked the song for me to dance with, with my mom and my bar mitzvah, and it's I Believe I Could Fly. Oh, that's so lovely. I'm going to do Mama by Boyz to Men. Oh, that's also <laughs> so lovely. Oh, uh, nice. So I don't really know how we, we wrap these things up, uh, Bonnie, but like we could... Should we like play a game, Paul? Yeah, let's play some games. I have like shoots and ladders and clues. I got an idea. What about if we name our five favorite uh, cartoon movies? What are they called? Oh, animations. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's lovely. Okay, Bonnie, you go first. Well, um, okay, my five favorite. So the one that doesn't count, obviously, is Space Jam, since I was the original director and then got fired. So now it's the bitter. That's my least favorite. 
Uh, so my favorite are probably, of course, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It's a classic animation. Um, you know, I also um, I also enjoy. What's another one? I also enjoy. <laughs> well, I like the Jungle Book, in part because of all the animals. Um, you know, I like I like animals. Um, I can't, you can't go wrong with 101 Dalmatians. Uh, uh, you know, the 101 Dalmatians came out this year, and that was a, a live action, but the original cartoon was very nice. Um, I love The Little Mermaid. The Little Mermaid's oh, great. Oh, yeah, she's Ariel's hot. Well, you know who designed Bruh. the seashells. Who? You? Oh, me. Oh, oh so wait, so is there a version of there with, with her without seashells? Well. By the seashore. <laughs> oh, children, I, you didn't That'd hear so it from me. Cool. Protect your innocence. And <laughs> uh, probably my last, my last favorite cartoon was probably the. You uh, fell asleep to it last night. It was the land before time. Of course, it was the land before time because the dinosaurs. Well, we love them steadily. We, we got it on Laserdisc. You boys know what Laserdisc is? No, what's that? Thing of the future. Digital movies. No, I just. Every got movie comes on two discs. I just got this VHS here and like a separate machine that I've put it in to rewind to the movie. Well, Betamax is better than VHS. What are you doing? You're on the wrong boat. I don't mean Sorry, to... Sorry, bro. I'm 11. I don't mean Clearly. to put uh, to put scandalous ideas in your brain, but have you ever felt have you ever felt a little rebellious? Like you go and you check out a movie from Blockbuster and then instead of being kind and rewinding, you just you just let it yeah, most of the time. Because the bill goes to my, my dad. I don't care. This is why I love this woman. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to do my top five a- animated movies. <clears throat> Toy Story. I think it's got legs. Aladdin. I think it's got legs. <laughs> the Brave Little Toaster. Oh, hi. I cried. That's emotional. DuckTales, oh. and Pete the Dragon. Oh, Pete's... Oh, that's, that's another, another one. That's another combo classic. I'll be your candle on the water. Yo, you got a good voice, lady. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, I, I dabble, you know. I put a thumb in every pie. Oh, all right. I wonder if people will put other things in pies in movies one day. Or maybe it happened. Paul, what's yours, top five? Um... You know, it's completely different from your guy's top five. Your voice got lower too. We're all this is crazy that this all happened to oh, us at the same time. Yeah. All all these things are happening so quick. I got really weird feelings for you right now, buddy. <laughs> oh goodness. Please hey, you better stay away from her, you'll get the fist from me, Stanley. Stanley's very strong. That's right. Chill out, bro. You wanna see how much I can lift? Okay. Arr! Oh, that's the Paul's dresser. That's right. Arr! Us. How much aeropostale uh, can one kid possibly the- have? Don't don't mess up my Ninja Turtles poster. Alright, Paul, what's yours? Okay. Um an American tale. Oh, five oh, five goes west. Uh The Secret of Nim. Oh. Fuck is that? That's <laughs> a good movie. Sorry, I'm eleven, I like the fucking curse. <laughs> um Beauty and the Beast. Oh, a tale as old as time and shit. Uh, Duck Dodgers. Oh, that's a tune? It's totally a tune. 
<laughs> I directed that one, I think. If you look it up, look it up. I'd and the fox and the hound. Oh. Uh. When you're all the best of friends. Cool. So I think we only got time for, for like, to go around uh, our Indian circle, circle, Indian style seated circle, uh, uh-huh. and rate what we thought Space Jam is, like, on a scale of one to five dreidels. Know, we make them. Sure. Out of one to five dreidels, Paul, uh-huh. how many... Um, I'm, I'm going to give it five dreidels because I love the action and the tunes. Oh, shit. Well, I would have given it five had I could... And I stayed the director. But because I, because I was fired by Michael Jordan, I guess I would give it, I would give it one dreidel. Uh, I'm going to give it three dreidels because my dad fell asleep and started snoring real loud and it was hard for me to hear some of the movie. Oh. All right. What about Stan? I'm going to give it one star because this movie's one dreidel, whatever you guys do, because this movie isn't that good. But I feel like it's going to be the type of movie that when you kids grow up and get older, you're going to be like, this was a great movie. I love it. It's amazing. But then it doesn't really hold up, but you want it to anyway. I feel like that's what's going to happen to it. And that's coming from me, Stan Lee of Marvel Comics. You heard it from Stan Lee, the director of the X-Men cartoon. Yeah, great cartoon. All right. Bye. Bye guys. Wait, how do we, how do I turn this just off? Turn, you gotta just turn. Let's it play like the that. like this. Do I turn it this way? No. Do we just, take the batteries out. Yeah, take the batteries. Attention, Springwood. My name is Josh Krebs. And I'm Liz Richards. And we're the hosts of Bloody Date Night. So Josh and I have been dating for four years, and Josh loves horror movies, and I hate them. Yeah, so each episode we go through the horror movie franchise canon to watch an episode and then meet up and we discuss it together. And so far it's been going pretty well, right, Liz? I think it's gone pretty well so far. Yeah, each episode I try to see how far I can push Liz to watch a really good horror movie until she basically leaves me and it hasn't worked yet. Not yet. And it's awesome because you're the Tatum to my Sydney. You're sweet. And here's a clip from one of our recent episodes. Hello, I'm Exposition. Hey, let me, t- let me tell you what just happened. There's a break-in at this costume store. Somebody stole some ropes, some knives. Somebody stole a mask. They stole $250. <laughs> they scared a cat. They took two boas. They took two boas. Two feather boas, one uh, set of angel wings. It's one of those goddamn... They're probably having a burlesque. <laughs> probably doing a burlesque show later. I don't know. Oh, Haddonfield. What isn't happening? Haddonfield's first burlesque club. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I would love that. Um, the Lacey Pumpkin. The la- Ooh. This has been an Atlantic Transmission production.